Well, if your penmanship was a little bit more legible. <laughs> <your but>. part. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew. Our intro music is by my brother Ryan. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And that was pretty smooth. <laughs> we should, <laughs> some, sometimes I think we should just leave in all our stops and starts. And, um, yeah, that was try number one. Really mm, good. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a smooth, smooth operation. Anyway, um, yeah, today we're going to talk about it. We saw the movie. We did. And uh, we also waited long enough where the second issue of Mr. Miracle came out. So we'll probably talk about that a little bit because that's still awesome. Still very awesome. And we uh, we finally did it. We both finally did it. We're done with the book. I finished it so long ago. I know, you make that's it why so- I said both finally did it. Yeah, but I feel like I read it in like... You didn't. Book club book number two. <laughs> Autumn by Allie Smith. So we'll talk about that. Wait, what was the first book? Neil Gaiman, Norse Mythology. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And we bought those at the same time. I saw that look. Like, we didn't actually do a book before this. No, I couldn't. It wasn't that. It was that I I just couldn't remember, which is why I asked. Mm -hmm. What was it? So, I don't know. What's fresh? What's (laughs) What is fresh? Yes. I love saying stuff like that to Courtney and being like, "What's, what's what the kids say? And then he's, um, yeah, just to annoy him. I don't yeah. know. He shakes his it's head. It's pretty funny. And he's like, please don't say that. Yeah, what, what do you again. have going on? Yeah, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> I forget what I said the other day, too. And he was, he was like, don't ever say that again. And I was like, I'll say what I want. Um, well, watched season one of Garfunkel and Oates, which mm. is actually cute and funny, funny and charming. Watched the young Victoria with. Emily Blunt. I'm sorry that I watched that without you, but I didn't think you were super interested. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. What? And I'm also not interested. Well, I thought you just wanted to watch anything Emily Blunt. Sure. But it's good. I really like... It's interesting because there was the the BBC Victoria miniseries that I watched, um, I don't know, earlier this year. And I really loved it. And they tell two different stories, but it's the same story. But it's two different stories. Mm. It's interesting, the the spin on each story and which right. which way. But, you know, I'm sure that there's like a little bit of truth in both. But So that was interesting. Um, and I finally watched Moonrise Kingdom. I don't know what that is. What? It's a, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, my goodness. You should... We... We should watch it, and we should watch it with Courtney. It's really funny um, and adorable. It's, I mean, it's Wes Anderson, so it's quirky, and yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's what I had. Okay. Um, what have you been doing? There, there's a new uh, Red Band trailer out for The Shape of Water, the new Guillermo del Toro Oh, I'm so movie. excited. Yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah, the trailer's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty awesome. Um, he had to... Del Toro had to go like out of his way to say it's not an ape sapien movie, which 
It's fair enough because the, yeah. the creature is, is an awful, um, an awful lot like that character from Hellboy. Right. And also he directed Hellboy. So right. Also, I I put out a, a photo of our of our fantasy football matchup leading. Uh, oh, did you le- leading to week one? <laughs> you didn't see. You liked it. You liked it on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I I'm just, thinking like the after after you had your astronomical win. I did. I did really right. well this week too. I am. I am announcing my astronomical win on oh, this podcast. <laughs> sorry, did I still hear thunder? No, oh. it's the thunder is the win. <laughs> But it was uh it was good, especially after my week showing in the first week. And oh, I got my uh, Batman statue that I ordered mm, six to eight months ago. Uh, the Indie Cubert kind of Dark Knight three statue. It was pretty awesome. It is pretty cool. And also found that, uh, or saw that there's a new version of the Mike Mignola Batman statue coming out. The Mike out. Mignola mm, Batman statue cool. looked really great in black and white, but it looks even... Color is ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It, may, it looks like a cartoon come to life. No. Yeah. Like, it looks amazing. It's, yeah, like it's and it's an, like 13 and a half inches tall, too. It's like a big statue. So, I will get that for my desk. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> you already have two statues. that yeah. You don't have, like... Claim Two is such a weird number. You don't have claim to first of all, and about, I agree. About three, <laughs> I agree. But you don't have claim to all things Batman. It's mm, debatable. But uh, speaking of Mike Mignola, though, images from the new Hellboy movie. The first uh, couple have come out. Basically, just Hellboy. Uh, David Harbor is Hellboy. Yeah, looks kind and of it looks um looks kind of what look kind of the same to me. I mean, like better, but the same. Like just like yeah. a nice updated version. They didn't like do a whole lot. Well, I don't know how much you would really want to change. Exactly. It's It's Hellboy. It'll be interesting to see the new movie, which... I'm very excited. I'm going to rewatch those with... I've been waiting for the the second Hellboy movie to become available somewhere streaming, and it finally is. So I'm going to sit Courtney down. We're going to watch them together. All three of us, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, (laughs) we meaning all three of us, or we meaning you and Courtney? Um, Uh, we also just sat down and watched What Happened to Monday, new Netflix movie. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it was fine. It was fine. Nothing uh surprise. I mean, it was a little surprising at the beginning the way it started to play out, but you could quickly see kind of where it was going, and it was you know. Um, yeah, there was definitely no surprise reveal at the end, or I mean, but these are the kind of movies that like. Uh, I feel like, at least on the podcast that I listen to, people lament, this is just one of those kinds of movies, but this is one of those kinds of movies that's not really made anymore. Like, it's yeah. all these big blockbuster things and not these kind of, you Smaller, know. like the mid- medium. Yeah, you know, a little yeah. corny and doesn't really have um, all that stuff going for it or all mm-hmm. that pressure on it to, right. um, to be like this fantastic movie. But, I feel like... Um, the story would have done better if they hadn't had to have seven sisters just because, I mean, in that you just don't have time to focus on them and they deal with that pretty quickly um, because it's too difficult. But also at the same time, if you're going to like get rid of certain characters and I hope this isn't a spoiler, um, 
you want to <laughs> i mean because i don't know who's gonna watch it but or whatever i mean you you kind of see that that's where something's gonna head anyway but so i hope it's not too revealing but um I, I don't feel like you know enough about the characters for it to really be like an emotional blow to you when you lose a character like that there just isn't that much time so um you're just not invested in the no. same way so i feel like it's lacking in that respect but um i mean overall it was i think like an interesting like story that they were trying to tell and like what they're what they're trying to do as far as like what they're saying about like people and government and and how it affects people and 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 what they're you know what what could really be happening and conspiracy stuff is i I thought that was an interesting thing and worth watching in that respect yeah i mean i i I just i I think it was worth it i guess i don't know two hours of your life for i mean what else were we gonna do i guess (laughs) read a a book watch something else (laughs) (laughs) um so let's go to Mr. Miracle 2. Already? Okay. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I think we've already been recording for probably 10 or 15 minutes, so get it moving. Well, I just didn't know if you wanted to start with it, but... Cool. Oh, I mean, we could. It's no, just, I mean, are, you already said Mr. Miracle 2. Things too. that I had written down. Well, so. that's the opposite of the order <laughs> that I had written down, Uh-oh. so... Well, Sorry. maybe you should host the podcast. <laughs> Don't I? Do you? <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> um, so we talked about Mr. Miracle number one on the last podcast that came out. So it's Tom King, Mitch Gerards, and uh, the second issue was really good. Like, I mean, no I, letdown from the first no issue. No letdown at all. And I, we were talking about it just before. Like, I, I want to like frame all these covers and just put them up. Like, they're really. Um, beautiful the second the second issue with the cover is just kind of out of this world it's so amazing because i i think that i hope it's not lost on like the general public but i know that people who who look at comic art and um and stuff can truly appreciate the kinds of things that are are genius about this cover um just the amount of emotion in the face and it's just a profile face and he's a like masked in full, face. <laughs> full mask, like a full head, like Spidey mask type mask. Yeah. Like, um, and it's not like a digital representation like that's moving. It's, it's a still, uh, profile. <laughs> I know I said it earlier yeah. too. And for some reason <laughs> I just, just couldn't pull the, the word out. Um, it's just amazing and beautiful and like, just like, like gripping. Yeah. So, and, and I, it kind of, I mean, like, and I said this to you before, like it reminds me of what Jacob, our Jacob can do with like just his stick figures and right, like a the, circle and three lines. <laughs> yeah. Or, and well, he usually has the eyebrows too, but right. like, but like just how like, expressive it can be yeah so like you know exactly what that little stick man is feeling yeah. and like doing it's amazing to me like and that's it's such a it's such a difficult um skill to to be able to do you yeah. know i mean it truly is people think that it it shouldn't be that hard but it it, it truly is yeah so the book i mean it it sticks with that nine panel uh page yeah the format uh, from the first from the first issue 
uh, the first five pages of the book or, you know, last, last issue ended with them going to apocalypse and new Genesis to, um, fight this war mm-hmm. against dark side. The first five pages are just different, uh, battles, uh, that Mr. Miracle is fighting and the but way some of them like, play out are pretty like, funny. Yeah. And, but they're um, also all kind of the same battle too. Like he's fighting yeah. like the, yeah, yeah. He's just getting sent to different, different, you know, fronts to, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it starts with just one parademon. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? That's what they're called. Um, mm. But, and he gets progressively tired and more tired. And then the six pages, I mean, the, the book is legitimately like super funny in, in a dark way. Yeah. I mean, but also just like straight up funny in some parts, like that six page with him and big Bardo when they're trying to get cleaned off from, mm-hmm. from the battle, <laughs> they're trying to figure out how to work the shower. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, that's, a, I mean, that's not to me just straight up funny. Like, I think that's funny, but also like. Like he's crazy, right? <laughs> he's standing in the, this shower that's clearly not running, and the mother box says it is. He's like, "It is." Am, Am I, I clean? clean? <laughs> Big Bart asks him if he turned or if left he left it. it running, and he's like, "I didn't turn it off. If that helps." <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. Was, that was um, very funny. There are lots of like the same themes that carry from the the first book, like with the re- repetition. You know, but this time the repetition is um, uh, for new Genesis, for new Genesis, like over and over. And um, and just like Dark Side is just the one time. Right. So that's it's like an interesting dichotomy from the first one to the second one to me. Cause, but um, still really have no idea what's real and what's not real. I mean, it just seems so dreamlike, but also not like everything's specific enough and like um cohesive enough that it's not like a dream right you know like and there's that like the page in the book where he thinks he might be dreaming where metron is there telling him that he will not yeah. see the face of god or something that he, you should not you um you will, you not. will not yeah um and he you know he can't tell if it's a dream and he's telling big barda that metron's here and she's like tell him it's late and we have to get up early yeah um <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I, I think when I was reading it, I, I texted you a picture of um, this uh, this exchange. Another interesting part of the the issue is you get to kind of see them interact with this granny goodness mm-hmm. character that, I mean, it's not a new character, but this whole, the new God stuff is, is all new to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot, the interaction was a lot different than I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah, me too. And they kind of hint at that when they're, you know, going like on to, their way. Go see her. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, what did I, the picture I texted you was, um, big Barda had said earlier in the issue that she's too tall uh-huh. and, and she says it again to granny goodness. And she's like, everything's too, everybody's too something, or yeah. something <laughs> which I, I don't know. I just thought was, um, perfect. It's really cleverly written. The whole book is, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like we can't just like say, awesome things about it over and over again but i don't see why not i mean there's really i can't see something to be like well i wish it was more like this or um or i feel like it it could use some blah 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 or less of blah 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 no i mean like this book's perfect yeah 
the other the other page that really stuck out to me or one of the other pages was the nine the nine panels where it's like um their their path from their tent to yeah. <laughs> it's sneak sneak and fight fight and it's all misspelled funny with like this dotted line that leads you i spent a little while on that because yeah. there is a like the color scheme in this it makes it a little bit more difficult to differentiate some of the things that are going on at certain yeah. times just it's because. also very dark and like an ominous color scheme and then it's, it's like, this it's silly thing kind of going on but it's also building towards this potential confrontation mm-hmm. uh where you don't know what's going to happen i don't know it was just really super good i guess that's all i have on it but yeah <laughs> um did you want to talk about it then the movie show based on stephen king's novel yes. by the same name <laughs> i actually wrote all that down <laughs> just to be funny to myself oh. put a little smile face after it <laughs> um did oh it was one of my my staff somebody else had said oh have you seen it and i said yes i saw it i and he said did you really did you like it and i said i i did really like it and he said oh i was expecting more and so then i swivel my chair around and was like what what more could you have needed like because like that chapter two more well no <laughs> no but um when people say something like that i want to understand why you like what is really like that's a valid thing to say but do do they have like backup for it or is it just like a feeling they have like i want to know um but anyway one of the other girls she goes um i heard that the uh writer guy whoever thought it was better than he thought it was going to be. The writer guy? Yeah. Stephen King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's specific. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what? Wait. And that turned the, the conversation a completely new direction. Because I was like, right, now we're stopping this and going to how you don't know the name Stephen King. But. Right. It's funny. I was about to I was about to just say, this is the first Stephen King book that I've actually read, but I've only watched two versions of the same thing. Yeah, you've never read it. Not read <laughs> any of the books. Yeah. Um, Not unless you read it real fast because yeah, you haven't fast. read it any That's why it King. took me so long to finish Autumn. <laughs> 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 Squeezing it in there. It's like 1,100 pages or something. Yeah. Um, but as far as Stephen King himself goes, I mean, obviously, uh, I've seen other, other movies and he's just so part of um, popular culture. You at least know like what yeah he's stephen king's carry stephen king's it stephen king's pet cemetery stephen king's the stand dark tower i mean come on um but (laughs) i mean you and and watching i don't know watching the movie i I told this i said this to my parents when i was telling them that we went to see it like you can just i didn't get it from the the nineteen ninety uh, mini series that, that we watched. Um, but it, it definitely, I think the way that the, the movie was shot, I mean, it pulls, it feels like it's pulling from stranger things, but I mean, like in a cinematic way, whereas, you know, stranger things probably pulled a bunch of their influence from Stephen King. Yeah, for sure. So kind of built on but, I mean, the kids were awesome in the movie. I mean, they were so funny. <laughs> it's like the Ouroboros, like snake-eating yeah. tail. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. I mean, I guess we can start with just the one thing I, not the one thing I had written down. I have other things written down, but (laughs) the first thing I had written down was just like the opening scene and, and how, how good that was. Um, I mean, it wasn't different from my understanding is it's, you know, that's how it plays out in the novel. That's how it played out in the nineties, uh, miniseries, but, um, it was just really well done. It like, you a, know what's going to happen. Um, and then you surprise, don't you don't know what's going to happen. Really yeah. know, you know, exactly what's going to happen. Um, which, you know, kind of ratcheted the terror up to a new level, I guess. Um, overall, the movie, I thought people, I mean, I've heard same complaints that it wasn't scary enough. I thought it was scary enough. I thought it was just the right level of scary. Well, like, uh, didn't Chris Ryan's review say he felt it was too scary? I don't remember. He I know said, I listened to him. And the but. reason why he said is because there isn't enough of a break in between the tension that you just felt that sort of pressure the whole time, which I actually enjoyed overall yeah. like that. I, I, I enjoyed it too. I saw some things or I saw in a, another review, maybe in the times or variety that said it was kind of a diminishing returns thing where it was so um, sustained and prolonged that it, it maybe got a little less scary as it went on, Aww. especially, you know, it goes into this whole thing about, um, the last, the last scene and, and the monster and, and how, um, digital effects have kind of, while they ratchet up the realism and like what you can do, it also somehow has made things kind of homogenous. Yeah. I mean, I will say that the, the final scene probably wasn't, wasn't what was the like the big the big scare you know i I feel like the big scare came much earlier yeah when i screamed aloud in theater but (laughs) uh, (laughs) but like um i don't i didn't feel like the the, like jump scares so to speak were like too jump scary like you know because it wasn't just like nothing 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 i mean it does it does things like like build to the scare so you I mean, you know that it's coming. But then it still gets you. Yeah. I mean, the jump scare part is like a loud noise or a a big motion or just something scary. But like when the, when the slides start clicking through, like, you know, (laughs) you know, yeah, basically what's going to happen. Um, but it just builds that tension. It's, I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it too. Um, Um, did you see uh oh you, here's here's another thing i liked about it before i move on to this other thing but um i felt like it was not just like a good scary story but just a good story where you learned something about the characters and you felt something for the characters and you felt that they were a team and you understood the tensions that they had with each other and also like when they were close and why they were close and i i feel like for 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 the amount of time put into that, yeah, I think that was that was really well done. I think part of that is because they don't they don't do what the miniseries did. They don't jump back and forth right. in time. Um, you know, we talk reference chapter two, which I didn't even I was signing the check when it said chapter one at the end of the movie. So, like, I didn't know that they were going to split it up into two parts for the adults and the kids. But the whole first part is ju- is just the kids, and mm-hmm. it really shows their the losers group um, yeah. come together. And I feel like I didn't, which which was fun for me is because I didn't get through 
I think I only got through about half of of the mini series. Like two thirds, yeah. yeah. We we watched two hours in the last hour. Um, I watched the next day. I feel like the last hour had a lot more of the kids' stuff in it, maybe than I don't I don't remember I don't know, specifically. I don't, I don't think event. it did actually. Um, a lot of adult stuff. Okay. And actually, in my head, and I might be wrong, but the final scene in the movie with the kids kind of um, mirrored or was the final scene with adults in the in the miniseries. Oh, interesting. Uh, so I'm not sure, you know, how chapter two of the movie will play out. And um, I mean, I, I could definitely, um, definitely spoil it somehow. Where could I find out? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I thought the kids were all really the... Um, it was funny. Finn Wolfhard as yeah. Richie, the kid from Stranger Things. Um, he's just, I mean, foul mouth, like ragging on each other, all the kids yeah. and everything. Um, and, uh, Sophia Lillis was Beverly. She, she was really good too. I thought she was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, Bill Skarsgård was, was Pennywise, the, uh, the dancing clown. And, uh, it was, he was scary. They, they did do more of like it being this entity that kind of builds on your worst fears. It wasn't like just the clown, mm-hmm. which I feel like it was more, more just the clown in the mini series. Yeah. But the clown is, he's pretty present through the, through the movie also. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was good. It's set in the 80s, 89, which is always fun. I don't know for some reason. It's just, uh, but that's, that's all I had for it. Have you seen the James Corden, it, IT? No, I saw the, um, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. I saw like a picture of the clown. It's really funny. It's really funny. Um, it's just, you know, it's just like a couple minutes long, so you should go see it. But that, it, I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny. That's all. So I guess we'll move on to the book, right? Correct. Which I finished weeks ago. Book club book. And. Number two. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you, do we have a third book picked? Uh, well, we talked about Dark Tower, but we can. I mean, I don't care. We can I, do that. Maybe we read that separately, like just as its own thing. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm just not like super excited to read it. So it's going to be hard to get into it. You want to read Anna Karenina with me? Talk about taking a while. <laughs> You've been reading that for Like months. a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, then I'm, for I'm me like, to try to dive in and catch up and finish. Dude, I'm only a third next of book club. I'm only a third of the way through. So long. So not long podcast, but so far away. Yeah. <laughs> I found some like penguin uh, random house had book club questions, which were helpful. And I actually was, you know, I wrote some stuff down and page numbers while I was reading some stuff that just stood out to me, uh, mm, which I was also handy. To, <laughs> Cause I mean, it, it took me as you have uh, pointed out a while to finish the book. And, and so it had, uh, it was good to have those reference notes. Like I was actually, uh, going to be held accountable for something, maybe study. Uh, yeah, I should have approached it in that way mm, as well. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've, you know, you've read several other Ali Smith's book. I, I think I've only fact, read the one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, while we were sitting here getting ready 
I just ordered another copy of The Accidental because mine is lost. And that's, right. that's still my favorite Allie Smith book. Yeah. And it's the first one I ever read. Um, and I want you to read it. So Yeah, we did uh, How to Be Both was the last one we were we mm-hmm. read together for like a book club thing. Mm-hmm. And um, this one is, uh, you know, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's the first of a, a four-part series. She's going to be, it's going to every season. And, uh, you know, when, when I first started it, I told you, I was, I was like, this is like, not like in any of the Ali Smith books that I've kind of read before, even though I guess it was only one, but you know, she has a, a very definite style, but I mean, the, the book starts off with like this clearly dream sequence and then goes into this really funny anecdote about trying to get a passport done. Um, mm-hmm. And it and it was just this kind of A to B kind of presentation of a, of a story to begin with. Uh, it definitely got into a lot more of like literary literary illusions and uh, stream of consciousness kind of conversations with yourself or with nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. So I'm not sure how you want to approach it. Um, how I mean, however you want. I'm 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 game since since clearly my notes aren't going to be as thorough. Um, what I can say, one, what I love in general about Allie Smith is that she does play a lot with like perception and um, time. Um, and especially in this book with the time, with, with time is an interesting thing and, and as it was in how to be both. But um, you know, I, and and I think that's one of the things that I I love about her writing is how she takes sort of that like uh, not theme but um, I guess just like a viewpoint yeah of- that view that that idea that and and sort of runs with it in in different directions and has like a new and beautiful story to tell that really does examine the human condition. And, and that's why I love literature so much. And I mean, and, and that's something that I say over and over and over again. Um, and, and so I, I feel like she's just sort of a master at that, you know? Yeah. So one of the, like the third question on the, on that book club thing, uh, had this long quote from Allie Smith about, um, time being cyclical how she, she thinks it's cyclical versus, or, she views it as cyclical and doesn't feel like she needs well, to conform to this more, I chronological think it's more of asking the question, what if time was more cyclical rather than I believe time is more cyclical. It's well, we see time as past, present, future, but like, wh- what if it's not like, what does that story look like? And that's, I mean, it's kind of like the movie uh, arrival, right? It's just something that's hard to wrap your mind around using language or how language relates to time and our perception of it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But one of, I mean, why do you think, why do you think she started with autumn? I don't know. I feel like I know that like in traditional symbolism, spring is like rebirth, but autumn I feel like really is, is a time of like, most change like things are are really dying and making room for the for new life to come um, yeah. and 
questions like that too that are like, well, what do you, th- what do you think the the author or why do you think the author did this? Is I don't know. It's like why not just ask the author? I, I'd rather I like questions more about like what's what's in the story and how you feel about the story and yeah. So and, I I actually didn't even like have that, that but, question written down, but it there was another. There's a lot of like. Um, they say arboreal illusions, but a lot of mm-hmm. like uh, tree imagery. And I, that's one of the things I had written down that whole chapter where he's um, like stuck inside the Scott's pine. Not, I mean, not literally stuck inside, but the, one of the characters, mm-hmm. Daniel is in this, they don't want to call it, or one of the other characters doesn't want to call it a coma, but I guess we've done a terrible job setting up the book itself since we haven't talked about any of the characters. <laughs> um, but he's basically in a coma. Right. Mm -hmm. And having these weird dreams and, you know, flashbacks to his past and they're interspersed with the present stuff that's, um, happening in the book as well. But, um, you know, I I think it's just, there are these trees or there's this strong, like, and also useful for other things. But, um, the tree is something that kind of doesn't change, um, well, it's it's rooted. It's firmly. Yeah, that's what I mean. In place. I mean, yeah. it definitely changes. That was that was actually one of the, there was. She has this. Um, I mean, it sounds stupid to say about a award winning author, but she just has this um, way with language. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but she talks about like um, how you know when Daniel is stuck in the Scots pine and he's remembering back to when he was uh, a younger kid. She, she doesn't say he's 16 years old. She says he's 16 summers old, which, you know, just it's something beautiful. small like that. Yeah. And it, it made me think of like, for some reason, it made me think of like the rings on a tree. Yeah. And I mean, that's an interesting way to like judge the passage of time rather than just saying a year because he's like, you really, like you feel your summers, right. you know, and like we just, we just ended our uh, summer here and. You know, I mean, that's one more summer that's gone by. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just beautiful. Right. I don't know. Do we want to, do we want to mention what the story is about? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, that, that chapter ends with, um, more talk about like the trees and, and the burning the ashes and using that, to, um, kind of fertilize for the next seasons and, you mm-hmm. know, re- rebirth like you were talking about, but you can go ahead and describe the book. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to do, I'm so, I mean, it's very, it's actually, it's a lot easier, I think, to kind of just describe the the basic premise of the book. Right. Than it would seem based, based on other, on other <laughs> things and reading it. I mean, basically it's um the, and I don't remember what's her name. What's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. That's right. With an S. Yes. So it's Elizabeth and Daniel in their relationship. And he's already an old man when she meets him as a child. And just um, sort of her life with him in it and or and with him, and, and him not in it. And also like just his life and how how they grow together and affect each other in, in who they become and, and how they become. Um, and just... That's, I mean, that's basically it, but there are other characters and, and other interesting things that are in there. Like the Elizabeth is, is a, is an art historian and, um, she studies, um, Pauline Bodie, who's, who's a female artist. Yeah. There's a a lot of real life, a a real, real artist, which is cool. 
Um, and then also goes into like some relationship stuff with her mother. Yeah. There's well. a lot of like feminist feminism, you know, ideas um, and the growth of those ideas going back to the 60s, somebody who's yeah. like the, who uh, lived when this artist was alive. She died young mm-hmm. um, and, and into the present day uh, and, you know, some of the challenges that, that those ideas face, but I didn't have much written down about that. Um, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, you probably had more than me. I have Pauline Bodie, female artist. It's <laughs> a good title. Mm. The, um, <laughs> that's what she should have called the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's also a little bit about like the post, post-Brexit um, yeah, stuff so, and interesting things going on like in, in their cities and government and, and, and what's going on like and how it's affecting the people in their day-to-day lives. Yeah. So that was another one of those like I think those kind of the stupid book club questions that was in there. You know, it said something like um, reviewers have called this the first post-Brexit novel. Uh, what do you think they mean? And I mean, I, I think they mean that it's the first post-Brexit novel that deals with. Um, <laughs> with anything that yeah, like, is with post-Brexit. Any, yeah. And it was actually, it was really strange to um, read something that was so present day mixed into the, because I feel like, I feel like that just happened. Yeah, um, it did. And, and there, we've had this book for a while. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot in there about it and, and about what it means and about, um, what's interesting because it ties to the same things sort of going on in the time with with, with Daniel's youth and just like a t- it being a time of change right. for the world. Talk about so. cycles, exactly. The um, I I don't know. There's there's this page where she or it's like a page and a half where she's just kind of uh, searching to describe the divisions of the country. You know about how people feel betrayed and how people want their country back and how people hate immigrants and how people are bigoted. And, um, you know, it was like a solid page and a half of just like line after line about how different people from different sides are probably feeling about all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, it, when I was going through this, I reminded me of an article from the Atlantic that I just read yesterday, which I mean, it talks, it, it's talking about the U S instead of Brexit, but it's the same basic like origins of division. There was this, it was, a. Uh, I I wrote it down. It's called, um, challenging all dogmas and right of right and left. And it's by David from, but he talks about these two books that just came out basically, uh, the once and future liberal by Mark Lila or Lilla and the working class Republican by Henry Olson. They're both critical of this their side of the politics, those books, and they've kind of met with some resistance, but, um, it's basically like the weakening appeal of American nationhood. Like the left is too, you know, involved in victim group grieving and purist ideology versus like principles of the new deal. And the right took the wrong lessons from Reagan who said, you know, I, I want, to be remembered that I appealed to your best hope instead of your worst fears. And it's just those, those isolationist kind of um, themes that are kind of running through culture everywhere, everywhere. That's pretty um, broad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Self-centered, something, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) What's important to this guy. Um, 
but you know, and then she, you know, back to the novel, she talks about the origins of, of that division kind of Thatcher and how she taught them to basically that there is no society and to be selfish. And, and obviously I don't have like a whole lot of Thatcher. uh, (laughs) I've just heard complaints. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Personal. Did you want to talk about, you know, Elizabeth and her relationship to her mother? Um, I don't know. I mean, it started off like really kind of simple. Like she, when she was younger, she didn't want her hanging out with this older guy, basically. Yeah. And, um, you know, she saw her mom like most kids probably do as somebody who's uh, doesn't understand. And yeah, um, and but we see it from Elizabeth's point of view. So I felt I did feel like very personally that her mom was was not understanding and also sort of not present. Yeah. Um, just in general, um, you know, like I didn't see the mom side. I just. Right. And that's yeah. probably deliberate because she definitely oh, changes yeah, sure. through the novel. Um, you know, by the end she's, I, it was, you know, it was this very strange, I guess it's not that strange, but this whole little, uh, story offshoot about her mom going basically on this like antiques roadshow television program mm-hmm. and meeting some celebrity that from her childhood and they, get hooked up in a friendship or a relationship. Um, but I guess, you know, the central relationship of the book is definitely, um, Daniel who's, which is funny because, you know, it it does do the flashback thing, but he's basically unconscious through the whole book. Right. I mean, that's, I was just about to say it's interesting because while the, the book it like does center on the, the relationship of these two, we don't get, we get almost none of them being together in the present. Yeah. And well, being together and lucid in the present. Right. So, <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's just interesting because you, you still do get yeah, they like just, the whole. They build their relationship from, from their past. Um, yeah. Interactions. And, and just also their past interactions where they're not together. You, you see the influence of their, of, of, the relationship that Elizabeth has had with Daniel through you know, like you see those influences in, yeah. in the stories that we see with her when he's not present in her life at, at the moment, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, I mean, that's yeah. all I really had um, written down. It was yeah, a good book though. It's yeah. It's a, I'm very excited for the next one, which I assume will be winter. Yes. I was actually just trying to, I mean, I was, I thought briefly, I wonder if they'll, you know, cause fall and autumn, you know, how she decided on autumn, probably cause it's a better word. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I wonder also, if it's there's more another specific thing to call. Because yeah. if you call the, if you call a book fall, it could be, right. <laughs> mean something completely different. Uh, but I think winter is, is basically just winter. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess that that will be the title, mm-hmm. but, uh, I guess we should wrap it up. Uh, that was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed reading it and then I actually enjoyed going back and, you know, while some of those questions were kind of goofy, um, they did, you know, work as a, as a good guide of, of something to uh, build our conversation on. And I kind of felt like I was definitely trying like to write a, a paper on it. You know, when I, was, yeah. I have all these notes written down. Um, which, you know, it's probably not great for podcasts because I'm squinting and being like, what did I write there? 
but well, if your penmanship was a little bit more illegible, <laughs> <your> but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I love I love your handwriting. I'm just saying it's not super legible. Um, uh, so that'll do it for this week. And um, you have anything anything left? We're on we're on the Twitters, on Facebook, <laughs> um, and uh, Instagram. So and leave a rating review on iTunes. We haven't asked in a while. <laughs> Just do the it. two people who listen already have done that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it. <laughs> <laughs>